Good evening. I'm Zach Powers. Your usual host, the Crypt Keeper, is in a coma as a result of pun overdose. Momar Gaddafi is dead this evening. Reportedly, after his truck was hit by a targeted French airstrike, Libyan rebels apprehended Gaddafi in a sewer and killed him with his own golden pistol. The response to Gaddafi's death... You know what, Libya? That's what you get for feeding your Gaddafi after midnight. Creatures on the prowl tonight. Features fair and foul tonight. They'll meet you there to howl tonight. And First World Privilege Hours. Halloween treat. Welcome once again to the First World Privilege Hour. With me as always are Pat, the Christmas tragedy, Madaw. I got a dead family for Christmas. Brian, the original Furby, Flynn. Buy me for your children. And I, of course, am Zach, the wise Chinese merchant powers. And this week we're discussing gremlins. But first, orders of business. Orders of business. or Uh, Let's bring out the minutes. O's of B. I can't imagine this won't come out in time because I'm rushing the order, uh, as it were. Uh, Zach's undertaking a Herculean effort. I I got a new job recently. There was a long lapse. Whatever. Listen, everybody <laughs> underappreciates me all the time in everything I do. And yeah, I definitely do. Sick. Yeah. Realize Listen, I do, you guys but I'm can't not gonna see stop. behind the scenes, but every time I say anything, these guys roll their eyes nonstop. It's like they're it's seeing my brain. It's I... like they're watching an episode of Entourage whenever I speak. <laughs> <laughs> we do grease our hair back for it. We'll not have faster episodes, and hopefully, we'll have this up before November fourteenth. November fourteenth, which is going to be our fifth, fifth annual, yes. and by annual, I mean monthly. Yes, I don't know what the word is for that. Though. Uh, manual. I think it's monthly. I think the word for monthly is monthly. monthly. Yeah, Our fifth monthly open mic showcase, which long ago filled up in terms of comedians, but still come down and... You can fill see. it up as an audience member. I heard my friends will be there for once. <laughs> so come meet my f- friends. I heard the attendance of my family, which has been spotty at best in the past, might be more consistent. The I'd attendance... call it petered out. Is, yeah. is the phrase I'd use to describe your family's interest in your life. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they stuck with me for a really long time. Call back to your They stuck with me your longer than I did. Life. Yeah. Call yeah. back to your terrible family life. Yep. Which we've established before. Yeah. It's Brian, Brian's, hook, it, Brian's hook is that his family life is just has been miserable for his entire upbringing. Real original. Uh, like a stripper? Or a hooker or something. <laughs> That's what you do. Or a Will Smith in Independence Day. They make good money. They make good money. Or his wife in Independence Day, oh, who is a stripper. Also a stripper. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, come to that. Problems. Tantine. Who's alive? It is the month of zombies. It is zombie I was about to weekend. say, does undeath count? No. For October, no. it does. There's a caveat, actually. If you look over the contract. Oh, that old thing. See, I was wondering what that undeath. parchment was. Undeath allowed, yeah, we did write it in 18th century parchment. Okay. We should establish... That's going to make this a lot longer, I feel like. Yeah. Undeath is yet to get re Only in October. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll, okay, so it's like truck month. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> if you're week. undead on September 30th, you're out. You're, yeah. You take, or drag, November 1st, Pat's, Pat's birthday. Drag that bag of bones out of this time. What if you 
are viewers, listeners through October, but November rolls around and you're still undead. Um, there's you okay. know it's in the contract, so it's there's... only a month grace. You know period what? Actually, we'll give you we'll other... give you we'll give you a um, seventy two hour grace period if it's a pre existing condition. We are yeah. slightly more, more merciful than than Ooh. HMOs. Yeah, it is Pat's birthday, November first. Mm. Give Pat a birthday greeting in the form of a, a review on iTunes. Yes, find us on Facebook. Review us on iTunes. Don't mention Pat in the review. Just yeah. just review us. <laughs> or mention Pat is also a host. This is going to be the worst Pat, birthday. The ever. third one. <laughs> I, I would prefer if you said Pat, the third one, at some point. Yeah, you could be like. That's where I stand Zach, in the rankings the, right now. The charismatic so. one, Brian, the cute one, and then Pat, Pat the, the third, third one. one. I mean, Brian, I haven't said this enough, but I really feel like you're the deep, introspective George Harrison of our right, group. I, I mean. And you're and, you're like the John, Paul, and Ringo. Yeah. 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 And then you I'm know like what? I'm George t- come on, you're you're the <laughs> yeah. Paul, you're the Paul and the Harrison, and I'm clearly I'm clearly the Lennon and the yeah. Ringo. Where How do you I'm like, and, and Pat is the monkeys? Pete How Best, can you be yeah. John Lennon? Oh, Pete Best. How can you be John Lennon and Ringo at the same And the same one time? who is John's friend who died, who named the band. You're that one too. Great. So I get Paul? to die and name things. No, he had a friend in he had a friend in school who actually came up with the name Beatles, who died pretty young. Oh, uh, John Beatle. We called the Beatles. Yeah, um, I'm sure he talked like that. Um, he's from Liverpool. This is our one-man show, Beatles history. And Even, the thing about Beatles, and is, by one man, I mean it's not like regular Beatles. The They're spelled differently. Be- Be- Beatles are Beatles are spelled differently, like and beat. they have a lot of rules. If you're going to keep a beetle, don't give them a crazy wife. Don't give them a stalker. Don't give them uh, a Mark don't David give anyone, Chapman. Don't yeah. Don't give anyone a catcher in the rye. Yeah, yeah. After midnight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of creature. I mean, owning any pet is a, it's, a lot of responsibility. Yeah. It's I, I have a dog it's, who sits around and groans. I was just dog sitting, and that was. And he throws saw blades bath. at people sometimes. You haven't seen him do it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen him do it. He seems to like me, but I've I've heard stories about saw blade throwing. Yeah, he definitely hates you. We talk when you're not around, and he's yeah. like, "Joe says a lot of stuff when Zach's not around." Really? Wow. I'm surprised you guys haven't tried to. Most about encouraging us to kill. Most of the time, I've just been amazed that there's a dog that talks. Sure, but I'm sure, like, sure. also, this dog is a well. Huge I used to have a dog. Talker. I used to have yeah, a dog. This named... dog is a giant racist. My old dog was named Sam. And he had a big problem with telling people to kill. Yeah. <laughs> Huge issue. Always like, hey, David, what are you doing? Why don't you kill some hey, New Yorkers? Hey, Let's over-explain the joke, which I started. Granted. Um, see, in 1977, it was called The Summer of Sam. And um, 12 years later was The Summer of Gremlins. <laughs> Excellent segue. I thought it was 1984. 12 years after 19... Oh, you said 77. Yeah, 77. I, okay, yeah, Keeping this Denzel Washington conducted train on track. Seven years later. He didn't conduct that train. He was sent to stop He was it. attempted, yeah. But it yeah. turns out the train was unstoppable. And Chris Pine was the new guy who was like, oh, can't trust him. He doesn't have any training. Yeah, it's the new but guy. But he impressed him. Chris he impressed Pine. him over the course yeah. of that. Uh, yeah, and, and he was the new guy, so he burst into song and had inoffensive quirks. I didn't see that movie, but yes. <laughs> okay, so let's start in. Let's. Gremlins yeah. is the simple oh. story of a, a boy who gets a Christmas pe- present that's more than he uh, bargained for. It's a for. gremlin! Like yeah. when your parents gave you Leisure Suit Larry for Christmas. <laughs> You're like, because what the they're fuck like, is going it's, on? It's, a, it's one of them video games. Yep. About a man yep. trying to find a suit. Of leisure. You either get Leisure Suit Larry or Custer's Revenge. The original porn game, yeah. Yeah. And leisure suit. It's less porn and more rape. I have a lot of trouble saying mm. leisure right now. Yeah. Leisure suit. Lady. Possibly because you're so businesslike. Mm. 
Yeah. 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 I, I never have time for the. I mean, these Occupy Wall Street types constantly having time to protest while I'm doing finances. Yeah. I'm sorry. Know. I'm going to have to do some finances during the podcast. Oh, I'm not sure that calculator Whoa. fully artistry Whoa. is going to come through. Oh, 994. Nice finance. 999. Oh, audits. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Oh, overturns. Debit. Tax deducts. Anyways, do you have a button gremlins. on there for inventions? I don't, but someone who does is the father in Gremlins. Right. This is this is taking a long time to get it's into. It's weird. The father in he's, uh He's narrating, um, but he only narrates at the very beginning and the very end. But he's like, uh, he yeah, has all these goofy he, inventions. Like uh, he He's has, the comic relief. He just has Where like, the gremlins are also He has a bunch relief. of inventions. Yeah. They don't work and they end up spraying people with shit. And you always want to hear Always like, spraying people with shit. In fact, we talked about this during the movie, but... We feel this guy probably came up with, like, every Nickelodeon children's show, (laughs) where all the purpose of his inventions are is, whoops, there's slime on you. So what does your invention do? It sprays slime on you whenever you win, lose, or participate in any contest. (laughs) Are you standing there just trying to live your life? Slime time. <laughs> like Slimer from Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. A lot of slime. Uh, we s- they actually are powered by slime. All the played by the same actor, Slimer slime from Ghostbusters. <laughs> Slimer from Ghostbusters and this guy played by the same actor. Slick uh, Rick. This is kind of like... Slick Rick was the actor, yeah. We open up Gremlins in Little Asia, Chinatown. Yeah. Saigon Big district. city, yeah. The dad's and, off in the big city with his invention career. Yeah, he's, shown... he kind of travels a lot, and then Short Round from Indiana yeah. Jones. It's actually a different guy, because Short Round was actually doing all... Temple of Doom at the time. But it's like a little Asian kid with a hat, and he's kind of annoying. He's taking um, the father to... No his... accent, though. He, he's like, I have... Uh, he goes, he's like, my it... grandfather's store, everything is for sale there. The father says, uh, quote... I thought you said everything at your grandfather's store was for sale. So presumably, he asked the kid the question, first, where are we going? Second, what does your grandfather sell? And then third, what percentage of items in your grandfather's store are for sale? Cynical view. Which, yeah. What does your grandfather sell? He sells everything that is in his store. Why can't you assume the Chinese kid is a young pitch man who says, Mm. everything's for sale, my grandfather's store, who actually, they make a fair amount of their profit assumedly off of child prostitution let's right. not be let's um, not let's not dance around the issue if you're a young boy coming up to an, a grown man saying even as your pitch let's go back to my grandfather's store it's down the stairs everything's for sale there yeah. <laughs> you're looking for shady dealings but he goes to the store he finds the mogwai yeah but does the child prostitute approach the man or is there some kind of middle hey middle I, I think person? the child i think the child approaches See, the these you, are mysteries if you went up to child prostitutes with a mogwai, though, they would be easily enticed into going with you anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect bait. Don't look at me like I'm I a I mean, monster. there's some pretty good bait out there right now. Which is why you need Candy to have is a, classic, a mogwai in a windowless not... van. <laughs> <laughs> mogwai classes okay, up man. any child prostitution sure. mobile. Sure. You can't bring them in the sunlight, though, so it has to be... Well, most of it's done in the shade. In the dark. Both morally and literally. <laughs> I mean, I find the best approach is you pretend you have a broken arm and you have a cast. You have a box of puppies and you say, hey, kids, help me get these puppies into my van. I'll give you one. See, my From approach, there, it's pretty easy. My approach is a variation on that. I have the cast, I have the puppies, and I say, hey, kids, 
can I pay you for sex? I have a cast. I also have puppies. Um, and then I say that I lost a puppy, but you can have a puppy. I have ice cream, rollerblades. Yep. For both fun and stabbing. <laughs> rollerblades? Uh, oh. Roller, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no blade involved, yeah. actually. It's yeah. like a... Uh, no, by rollerblades, attach a bunch of knives to a wheel. And, uh, so we I, want, I, want, I, want, I want to let everybody know right now that that idea of the cast did not come from me. That was Ted Bundy's idea. Yeah. I am just repeating. Wait, and then you... I was just riffing, and then Pat just confessed something. The puppies were mine, though. I didn't really say anything new. The idea of having sex with a child, not ours. No. That's it's, been going on. I think if you look, uh, Giles DeRay, look him up. Way long like, ago. <laughs> how original, guys. Like The Spartans. Just, I'm just saying, at so least since Polanski. Listen, you think the 300 are awesome. Read about them a little bit, okay? Yeah. yeah they were... Uh, Anyways, yeah, he buys the Mogwai for his kid for $200. <laughs> less than an Xbox. Which, come on. How much fun are you going to have with a Mogwai? They just um, sit around singing and shit and making goddamn... Those, annoy- those noises wow. are cute in 90-minute increments. <laughs> Let's see what he's like after, you know, four months. What's the lifespan of a <laughs> Imagine that, four months. In a cave, just by yourself, that's it. That's yeah, I might just leave you it out You can only the see the shadows on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, how many years between Gremlins 1 and 2? Two or three, probably. All right, so it's Time enough for him to long. go to the big city, New York. It's I've probably... not seen Gremlins 2. It takes place in Manhattan. Manhattan. Gremlins take Manhattan. I would say Mogwai life expectancy is probably about like 15 Infinite years. years. So we're talking dog. They're magic. They're clearly magic. Okay, let's start with this. The kid tells him right off, and we all know the rules. You don't feed him after midnight. You keep him at a bright light, especially sunlight, because it kills him. And you don't get him wet. You don't give him water. You don't give him a bath. These are the rules. Mm-hmm. So two of the rules involve not feeding and not giving water to your pet. Right. Exactly as we noted during it's, the movie. Th- it's actually the same rules that they have in for uh, POW camps. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah, it's exactly. the same rules JC Duggar had. <laughs> it's on Guantanamo Bay's walls. No like, direct sunlight. This no kid feeding is- after a certain hour. No water. Well, actually, a lot of water. The fourth rule there is <laughs> standing all the time. Yeah. This kid, though, is clearly a sociopath. Yes, as we noted during the movie, it feels like the kid, he's tricking this family into like, oh, you are not familiar with this creature because it's only from China. I'm a little sociopath. I'm a young John Wayne Gacy. Why don't I trick an unsuspecting gullible adult into murdering something by not giving it water? Like, the fifth, the fourth rule should have been, he loves being burned by cigarettes. <laughs> He's into S&M and bondage, like, really hardcore. Yeah. He so loves start, having his nails pulled out. Start choking him. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen The Marathon Man? Just, that's basically a manual. And so he funny, gets the mogwai. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that, because in Gremlins 2, there is a Marathon Man reference when uh, he's doing the dentist safe, thing. Yeah. Gets the mogwai, takes it home. Corey Feldman's there. Being an asshole. Yeah, he doesn't really do much of anything. He, he he's like they're he's, friends with him for a while, and then he's shown shooting the the gremlins with a slingshot. Yeah, he's in, a, all, he's in about yeah. two scenes. He spills water on the mogwai, and he's like, "It's a frantic sh- movie." Yeah, spilling water on Chekhov's mogwai, but yes. it's a classic. Everybody loves it. Was it was Chekhov's water, he's and, and I don't think we need Chekhov's to go. That over mogwai it. is going to go off. I think we should. I, I think on this one in particular, we can just keep to the details that actually make us laugh and make us derail because everybody, a lot of people. 
seen this movie. It was Brian's first time, yes. but uh, most people have seen Gremlins. And most people, I'm the exception. Even if you haven't, you. like you kind of know the rules and everything. Yeah, you've heard references. The to rules. It. Yeah. Those, those are the big things. It's, good. So, it's a cautionary tale. It's just like. Why don't you learn how to take care of a pet, you dumb piece of shit? This is actually that my... That was originally uh, or, the subtitle. Or this is actually my second city to the ground. This is actually my second time watching it in a few weeks because I did it for my other podcast, The Film Concussion, available on iTunes. Nice subtle plug there, asshole. Uh-huh. Uh, you're on an episode that's coming up. Yeah, so uh, Film Concussion. Phobe Cats is also in this film. Phobe Cats. Phobe Cats. Famous for having a, a naked scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High while Pirate Boy jerks off. Yes, Judge Reinhold, Pirate Boy, is also in this film as yeah. a douchebag. Barely in the movie also. Yeah, there's kind of like... He, he, they never show him getting his comeuppance from the gremlins, even though he's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a subtle theme in this movie of anti-Reaganism. Yeah. Where they're like, living your life to make money is bad, and exporting labor and manufacturing to foreign countries is bad all that shut that kind of started under reagan like the banks running running out of regulations and, yeah. and, and all that i generally tend to agree it seems like what is her name mrs deagle character mrs mm-hmm. deagle i oh i sincerely thought she was related to mr potter from it's a wonderful life i thought first. she was a, ostensibly the wicked witch of the west yeah at one point I just she thought said she was something a slunt. along the slunt are you trying to make that a thing? A cunt and slut? What do you mean, make that a thing? Is that a Dude, thing? Is it? You guys should be, really be following me on Twitter. <laughs> do they say that in sports? Is yes, sports? Pat, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's the real slunt is back. <laughs> that is a you know that's going to have to become the Twitter handle for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thanks. we should just cut it to the slunt is back. I third that motion. Mrs. Deagle. The slunt. Yeah. Who has, by the way, one of those little chairs that goes upstairs for you in her house? Yeah. You know, those. And she does not appear to be handicapped. She's not at handicapped all. in any capacity. The first time we see her, she's, she's moving at a pretty active rate, like power walking, with a large porcelain snowman head in her hands. She's yeah. not crippled. She can handle stairs. She's able bodied enough to she murder no a dog yeah, because she... she's threatened it. Several times. Yeah, she she threatens and apparently says, I can get the mutt myself, and has the ability to not only capture it, but throw it in her spin dryer at high heat. Yeah. And then the guy behind her at the bank's like, yeah, that'll definitely kill a dog. A rec- my favorite <laughs> recurring character, by the way, the guy with the cool pipe, yeah. who eventually dies when he sticks his hand in a mailbox. Okay. In any case, Miss Deagle, rich sociopath, eventually moves to Scumtown. Moves to Scumtown via Skychair. Yeah, he gets the <laughs> Mogwai home. Everything seems nice. Corey Feldman, because, come on, he's an asshole, spills some water on the Mogwai. What happens? And he's like, hey, you broke the rule. And it's, then, that, yeah. it's that Keaton movie, whatever that guy's name was. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton movie all Buster over Keaton. again. It was, bu- that, right, it was originally yeah. a Buster, Buster Keaton, Keaton movie remade by Michael Keaton. Right, mm-hmm. father and son. Keeping it in the family, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I remember Multiplicity. Um... <laughs> It was a long You're the only one. <laughs> I vaguely I remember the cover. There's like ten w- photocopies of Michael Keaton hugging whatever the girl was. Andy McDowell. I just remember they cloned. We're not the talking clones. about that. Multiplicity March isn't for a few months. When we are going to do multiplicity four times, which actually isn't a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's appropriate because each time playing different characters. <laughs> well, the first time we'll be like, I hated multiplicity so much, and then we'll come uh, back next week and be like, Here's I kind of liked it. Let's stay tuned and see if we actually do that. But uh, so Probably the gremlins multiply. Not. 
that. The new gremlins are evil. One racist. of them is given to racist. I guess one of them is given to. Well, they're still Mogwai. They're not gremlins. Yeah, yet. the new Mogwai. One of them is given to uh, Mayor Royce from The Wire, who is a local science teacher, biology. Before running for mayor. By day. Yeah. yeah. Before being murdered and then later running for mayor. I'm assuming all these universes intersect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they string the dog up. Like, I don't know how those five little Mogwai did that, but they're magic, so I guess. Yeah, for a, for a movie that's not very graphic, this is very graphic. It was, yeah, they, it was they, they, they you're right, they're racist. They try to lynch the dog, by all accounts. I was just going to say because they killed that black guy. Well, I mean, they kill white people, too. Yeah, yeah but the black but guy went the first. Same. The only black guy in all it's of... It's true. It does adhere to the black guy dies first philosophy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Eventually, the, through trickery, they eat after midnight, and they are rendered in fleshy cocoons. Yes, Stripe, their leader, sprouts up, giving some classic gremlin bond moths, like, gun and water and gaze upon my works, ye mogwai, and despair. Sure. Doing his best um, Ozymandias. Indeed. Uh, I'm just going to breeze right over that. Um, <laughs> As you should. <laughs> they have fleshy cocoons. No one tells the father about this on the phone. He's out of town. Because why would you talk about that? Yeah. Oh, the house pet is in a flesh cocoon. Yep. Not a big deal. Dog got strung up. Pods everywhere. The, the father was there for that. There's some new developments with that magic creature that we possess that I'm sure and there's only one of in the world. Shortly thereafter, the gremlins sprout and the fun begins. The yeah. real It's actually almost 15 minutes into the movie. It's its fun and nice and very family-friendly and kind till then. Everything's cute and small and fun. Yeah. And then the gremlins come out and shit goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely batshit crazy. They're burning people. They're flashing oh, yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're eating people alive. <sighs> yep. They're attacking people with Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Which again, Christmas they're getting trees. exploded in the Shit. microwave. Yeah, yeah, and all chopped up and everything. It's like hobo with it. a shotgun. If hobo with a shotgun were good, it kind of reminds and me. And all of the, the vict- and the most graphic deaths were of small green reptilian creatures. Here's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of the sequences in Super Jail. Where there's just cellmates just dying everywhere in kind of really manic and almost like psychedelic ways. Gremlins is kind of similar to that in that they get chopped up and they're all bloody and it doesn't really seem to matter because there's like an infinite supply of them. They're like Uh, the brooms from Fantasia. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. uh, They're cannon fodder in a lot of ways, but they're also fun cannon fodder because they have a lot of fun. They have a lot of bar, for instance. Um, Sexually The bar sequence is just weird. So at this point, they've massacred the town. They've eaten Santa Claus alive. They've killed the local sheriffs. Stripe has reproduced in the YMCA pool. More like yeah. the YGCA, right? Uh, Young Gremlins of America is what I'm saying. Club of America. There's a, Okay, thank you. So. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, there's a lot of Gremlins in there. So. I don't know why they need to rename it. They, they'll Again, probably just burn it down. One of my things about Gremlins is always like, I don't know how long, how this creature has persevered or existed, but if they ever got into an ocean... Yeah. Game over, man, as Bill Pullman or whatever, the other one, Bill Paxton, said famously in Aliens, game over, man. No, it was Bill Pullman who was in Aliens. He was the president. (laughs) Right. In a way, yes. Uh Sure. He's the president of Aliens. Yeah, all movies are titled by a generic description of their uh, antagonist. I think Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton are two of the easiest 
I think two, that's famously two, known. Very two, two people who are very easy to confuse. Well, I, I want to talk about the bar scene. That scene is crazy because it goes from Looney Tunes to, I think, Dirty Dancing to weird beatnik thing, which is actually one there of my There is a flash dance reference to it in it. Yeah. Yeah. I love the beatnik gremlin who's just sitting there like all broody like Tom Waits-ish. And then, like, some weird asshole comes up with hand puppets. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just yeah. like... And it's just, like, the most unlikable, conceivable <laughs> noise while this guy's trying to be a badass. It kind of works. It's really funny. Yeah. Listen, this podcast is less funny than that scene. And... Silence undercuts yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bar scene... It's kind of crazy. There's a lot of pop culture references kind of going around with the Footloose and the other things. Flashdance. Same thing. Was it Flashdance? Okay. Yeah. yeah flash Footloose dance. is the... I don't know if it was Dirty Dancing. Or Whatever. There was probably some One of those 80s footloose. dancing yeah. movies. All the same. Breakin'. What? If, um... Breakin' and Breakin' 2. Electric Boogaloo. The part with the broom. Uh, if... Say Friedberg and Seltzer had di- had directed directors of epic movie, date movie, disaster movie. If they were in charge, this whole movie would have been like ninety minutes of that bar scene. Sure, nothing of consequence. Pop culture references abound, and slightly annoying after a while. Uh, uh, I like the Gremlins getting drunk. I think it's funny. Yeah, it was funny. It was just a fun little. I feel like it was just long enough where it was like yeah. a little Looney Tunes cartoon in the middle of the movie where. Nothing really makes sense, and a gremlin's a flasher, and then there's this one, Stripe shoots a guy for cheating at cards. It's kind of like horror movie Muppets. Yeah. Because they have that kind of personality. They're Muppets if they were just almost like the Joker without as thought out a philosophy, where they just went out and had fun and were like, let's fucking do K. The Joker would own gremlins if he could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the ideal pet for the Joker. (laughs) He He would buy one mogwai and a city pool. And yeah. then a shit ton of fried chicken. Uh, or any food, I well, guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. Probably raw human flesh, knowing the Joker. Yeah. I like fried even, chicken better. Yeah. Wouldn't even buy it. He'd just kill his henchmen. Yeah, that's true. I Got mean, new henchmen now, yeah, bitch. <laughs> new henchmen who have no morals whatsoever. Can fit in small spaces. I do want to go back to uh, the Phoebe Cates character. Oh, right, I, uh, she escapes from the bar. Does she have a name? Uh, uh, I remember it. Love interest, Miriam? number 947. Yeah. 947. I am number 947. At one... Slightly more developed than most love interests, eh? She escapes She's... from the bar. This also, one's got a serial number. I, if I know where you're going, she escapes from the bar and they go to a second location where there's a moment of yeah. quiet. She is... Well, this whole movie, she's been depicted as hating Christmas and just being generally depressive. And then in this movie that's geared towards a young audience, she goes into this long, disturbing monologue about... Her dad breaking his neck and dying in their chimney on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And he was playing Santa Claus and he was going to come down and surprise her, theoretically, and have presents and give But he to forgot her. the fourth rule of gremlins. Don't dress up as Santa and go down your chimney. Your neck will get broken. Well, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a third part to that rule, which is, and don't slip and break your neck. The rule is, don't surprise your daughter years before gremlins. And she ends this monologue about how her dad died, she was missing for days, and they dug him out of the chimney and thought it was going to be a raccoon, and ends it with, and that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. Yeah, which kind of feeds into my thesis on this movie that it's really graphic for being not graphic at all. Even aimed towards, I mean, if I don't know how aimed towards, this is half aimed towards children, but even the sentiment right there, that one line, 
And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> is intense enough for a children's movie yeah. by itself. <laughs> but I'll be like, what? Wait, they're going to refute that later, right? Nope. Well, Just death. I found out there's no Santa Claus by hearing this awful monologue in Gremlins. And then... That's when I started neck. cutting. This is kind of their first date in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah. It... And she has this just terrible story. He's, like, trying to, like, do... He's, like, trying to make a phone call. Like, he's trying to take care of this Gremlin yeah. situation. He's like... Yeah, really? Here's how my family this... members died. We're... This is I got tenth a lot of date. Sh- this is tenth date material. Yeah. yeah. I have to assume she just has... A sleeve full of terrible, terrible stories. Like, next time it's like, all right, we did my dad. Now it's time for my mom. All right, so. She was It was Easter time. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's and the third date is sibling. That's it was my birthday. <laughs> and now. They were going to give me the best birthday gift ever. All I'd ever wanted was a pony. The pony. They bought for me losing their own allowances, which they had accumulated over their entire lives, which was 10 years. They were 10 years old. They brought the pony in, but they bought it from a disreputable pony merchant. And it crushed their heads in front of me at my birthday, and there was a clown. <laughs> That's Always how I adds found that out. little twist at the end. That's how I found out the tooth fairy's not <laughs> All the teeth came into my face, and I said, well, at least I can make a few dollars. No, that's how I found... That's when my mom died playing the tooth fairy. Well, now she has a fourth story about gremlins massacring her entire hometown. Next time she goes on a date, yeah, so all the people I loved were dead, except for the town I grew up in. But then the gremlins came. It was Christmas Eve. They burned that down. I was on a date. (laughs) Every year, I contemplate suicide for at least 12 hours of Christmas Day. <laughs> so the gremlins go into a movie theater to watch Snow White. They love it, and uh, they hatch a brilliant plan to bomb the gremlins, which succeeds. It's kind of like in uh, Inglorious Bastards, Yeah, but the gremlins aren't. Inglorious Bastards was inspired by this, Not as so. was the auto hammer from The Simpsons. Yeah, there's an auto hammer in it. Stripe is the last remaining gremlin. He attempts to no. kill Billy with a chainsaw at a department store and various other means. He goes to a water fountain and steals a gun and they Stop. manage to get direct sunlight on him and he dies graphically and slow. Thanks yeah. to Gizmo. Simultaneously reproducing and dying. That's how I want to go out. Mm-hmm. Sunlight. Lovely way to die. Michael Winslow to die by your of side. Police Academy fame is one of the contributing voices of the... Yeah, apparently he did a lot of the stripe work as did Frank Welker who uh, is well known for being Fred from Scooby-Doo. And also... And uh, a Nibbler in Futurama. And also one Mr. Oh, okay. Howard Mandel. Oh, he yeah. voices Gizmo exclusively. Oh, okay. He's the only voice of Gizmo. Gizmo's... That is Howard, That's on his business card. Howie Mandel. Only voice of Gizmo. <laughs> yeah. Because corgis have gigantic ears, similar to the Mogwai, um, Gizmo's like the single most popular corgi name, by and large. So it was a scattershot discussion of that movie uh oh it ends with the chinese man taking gizmo back he's like you are not ready for the responsibility and then it's like in spider-man with great power comes great responsibility but in this it's with a magua so if i'm going to really quickly sum up gremlins from my first time viewing experience it's man goes to shady part of town and gets cheap pet cheap pet ends up multiplying and killing an entire town Uh 
and last remaining good cheap pet gets taken back by the guy who sold it in the first place. Sure. And, and of course, it's worth noting that this spawned many knockoffs about small creatures attacking towns like critters and ghoulies and small soldiers was actually directed by the same director. Really? Mm-hmm. Goonies. Uh, Phil Hartman's last movie, Small Soldiers. Phil Hartman. Love that guy. Me too. Much yeah. respect, Phil Hartman. Yeah. Wherever yeah. you are, you're dead. I know where you are, you're dead. You are awesome. You're no longer in the plane of existence. Speaking of Phil Hartman, who is dead and that's final, let's do final thoughts. That was speaking of the, That was a tasteful unless and somebody smooth else, segue. Unless speaking somebody else of, has a discussion topic, I think final thoughts. Speaking of the finality of the grave. Let us approach our final thoughts on Gremlins. Gremlins, my first time seeing it, uh, despite, again, not being totally blind to it through culture. Very good. Highly recommend it. And it's insanely violent and graphic. I like Phobe Cats. I wonder where she went. I don't know. Phoebe Cates, by the way. I'm just... One time in the podcast, I'm going to say it correctly. Phoebe I Cates. said it correctly earlier, yeah. and you guys both I don't corrected listen to me. what you said. I uh, actually am pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, phobe. Oh, you're right, actually. Phobia cats. Phobe cats. Gremlins is good. I really like Gremlins too, as well. I like both uh, movies in the series. We may do that at a later date. It's movies not that, out of the realm uh, of possibilities. It was kind of weird because there's a lot of characters that were in there for like two scenes and just fell off. Like the mom was like in there for like a couple scenes and just didn't really do anything. But, we didn't even um, talk about the neighbor too. Yeah, Futterman. the neighbor who hates foreigners. I mean, that's his defining character trait. Yeah, he almost drives home drunk and doesn't. He owns a tractor and it kills him yeah except he's back in the second movie so it doesn't kill him gremlins cool i like any movie with puppets in it really i don't know why that's a thing but dark crystal is really cool labyrinth is really cool it's just like the jeff dunham movie but yeah no they have i I like the gremlins because they have a lot of character and you don't really have that in a lot like it's 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 a horror movie and a and a like a funny movie at the same time or it has as funny moments it's called a horror comedy it's a thing that exists. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume that means I can go. So Gremlins was a movie I enjoyed deeply when I was a child. Uh, when I was in elementary school, I used to sing the Gremlins theme with my Gremlins. That thing. I still like it. It's a fun movie. It's just, a, it's, it really is. It really is just a, a, a fun movie to watch. Don't get I even wet. like the the stupid, the weird tangent where it gets super dark and like my dad's dead. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. This movie, yeah, that's the proper movie, reaction. Well, no, no, to that. I mean, I like that it's a movie that's kind of fun and kind of crazy, but it also kind of doesn't pull punches because Santa Claus gets mauled to death by critters and and also it's also proven to not exist. Yeah, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, children. So I don't know. I like spoiler that. I liked. Alert. It was one of the first movies I ever saw where it was kind of like a fun, crazy movie, but at the same time, it was like, listen, we're not gonna fucking sugarcoat things yeah. too much. It's not gonna be like. Oh, gremlins will get out, but everyone's going to live. No. People are going to get fucking ripped apart. This is goddamn PG-13 right here. Except it wasn't PG-13, because this movie in Temple of Doom created PG-13. And Red Dawn was the first PG-13 movie. Gremlins is like that 
Never seen Red Dawn. Uncle everyone Wolverines. has who gives you cigarettes and sneaks you a beer, but then he'll yeah, tell he'll, you about how you women like always one, disappoint you. He'll give you one beer when you're like in ninth grade and be like, yeah, you can have this. It's not like you're fully drinking beers. You're just it's like, not like oh, you're getting drunk or anything. Yeah. You just think you are and you just think you're cool. And, you're really and that's mad. what Gremlins is. Yeah. Small topic. It's Halloween season. And I thought we'd uh, check in uh, on everybody's favorite ideas and or past Halloween costumes and experiences briefly. For me, it was always, I had a two-face costume a few years ago that was clearly my best effort ever that I'm going to reuse. And at the same time, when I was a kid, I always dressed as Universal Classic Monster Movie Monsters because I was into morbid death things. I, could see that. I made my mother buy me a bloody skull candle instead of a pumpkin candle when I was three. I don't remember it, <laughs> but she says that's what happened. I could, yeah, I can see that. What about you guys? Do you have any uh, favorite past Halloween? Favorite Halloween? I, I always kind of crap out of the costume. I always have good ideas in like the spring, but then when it approaches Halloween, like I don't really know. Like, yeah, it's kind of rough. I guess it's rough out there. Mm-hmm. For a pimp. I'm just going to be Amy Winehouse again. So, a zombie? Apparently there were a lot of zombie Amy Winehouses at Zombie Walk recently. Um, a lot of Osama Bin Laden's. A couple Gaddafi's because it was like two days ago. Yeah, I just picked the most recent celebrity to die. There's going to be so many Steve Jobses because it's so easy to create. And You just need a mock turtleneck. Yeah. I don't know if Steve Jobs looks, Steve Jobs looks unique enough. I feel like if you were carrying around like an iPhone or an yeah, iPod, right, you had the turtleneck, the jeans, the glasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm, maybe. Um, Steve Jobs uniform, as it's called. I I can't really pick out any really distinctive costumes I've had. Like, the last few years have basically involved me in a suit saying I was different things. I always do suits. I The last yeah. few costumes for me was Two-Face. Before that, it was Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood. I had a bloody bowling pin and an old-timey looking a watch chain and an old-timey... How'd you get a bowling pin? I, I kind of made it. Though you can get them from uh, bowling alleys, they'll give you your their chipped pins for free, I later learned. Actually, I, I, no. I was assassinated JFK the year before that, post-assassination JFK. And before that, I was Mr. Green from Clue. All suits. Last year was not a suit. It was actually, for me, it was Robot Unicorn. Year before that, I was Don Draper. Mm-hmm. And the year before that, I went to the Ark and got a plastic koala mask, a turtle shell... And a tweed jacket with leather elbow patches, and when it's Professor Koala Turtle. Mm-hmm. I remember you wearing that uh, koala mask one day when we were having a party at the house with a sign around your neck that said, Cunt Destroyer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep, that was a thing. And I still stand by that. Not entirely accurate statement, but I, I will go to great lengths for that joke. It's one of the most disturbing things I have ever seen in my life. And you have seen full-on porn. Yeah, I've watched Irreversible 42 times. <laughs> you've just you've seen the eye-cutting scene from On Chen on the loo, just on, on a, a loop. constant loop. When I close my eyes, that's literally what I see. <laughs> Whenever you put in your contacts, see... you imagine it. Yeah. It's a that weird Christmas or... tradition. <laughs> yeah, I see that or the end of Requiem for a Dream. Oh, with the stump arm mm-hmm. i've never seen Requiem for it's not bad i like it uh darren aronofsky quite a bit or the video of daniel pearl that's the third option <laughs> you just see too soon you've just seen the various suicide videos from the happening yeah that would actually not be that bad yeah that'd be kind of funny <laughs> speaking of fun times involving people dying uh shall yeah. we move on to 
trivia time. Let's trivia time. Keep this episode a little tighter than usual. Mm, keep, yeah. it, keep it tight. Nice and tight. Get it right. What's I, our trivia game? I'm currently Zach? winless. This right trivia now. game, uh, I don't have a name for it, but I'm going to call it "Don't Give a Fuck." <laughs> and the <laughs> the theme of the trivia game is famous film sociopaths, psychotics, and sociopaths. So you know, basically murderers. Someone in this trivia game is a murderer, and the answer is all of them. Twenty five people. We win. We know the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well. Uh, uh, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name of a character from most of them are from film, a couple from TV, and a couple from comics. And you tell me what property that's movie, TV show, or comic series the character is from. Or else. And uh, that's yes. for two points if you can get it just on the original really name. Really getting into the theme. If you yeah. can just get it on the original name, that's worth two points. But additionally, I have. Another name after that, which oftentimes is the alias the character is known by, but uh, sometimes they don't have an alias, so I'm just going to give you a hint. Alias. Jennifer Garner. Oh, shit. All of these people are from Alias. Guess that destroys trivia this week. Ty? All right, see you, bye. Uh, All right. No, yeah, but 25 questions plus a tiebreaker. All right. Uh, we decided before the broadcast that Brian was going first. All right, I'll go with number 13. Lucky number 13. Perfect. Ooh, that's a spooktacular number. <laughs> Light Yagami. Oh, so you say what it's from? And you say what property it's from. Oh, okay. Hint. Kira. 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 Battle Royale. Incorrect. This was actually the one that I thought think pat might have known but you didn't do you uh, know okay yeah, I, I of course know i picked that one first pat light say- yagami is from the anime series death note yes that was the character that i thought pat knew but i doubted you did ah i have one that on here that i think pat knew and brian didn't and one that brian knew but i don't think pat does good show All right. good show i choose number one alex pamela Voorhees. oh that's jason's mom uh from jason right well, what's the name of the series? Friday the 13th. Correct, for two. One of the easier ones on the board. <laughs> Jason's mom. The series. <laughs> the hint was mother. I'll go with number four. Victor Vega. Oh, oh I know this one. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, incorrect. That's Vincent Vega. Oh, fuck. Reservoir Victor Dog. Vega is Mr. Mr. Blonde from Reservoir Dogs. Fuck. Pat, you're having an early lead. Keep there it going. There are some strange tie-ins with Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Namely like that Quentin Tarantino. Logos, common logos and things. Apple and, dandy cigarettes. No, and there was like a weird thing where they said what was in the suitcase. They say it was either Marcellus Wallace's soul or the diamonds from Reservoir Dogs, but which I thought was kind of an interesting notion. But two. Charles Lee Ray. And there is hints, by the way. Charles Lee Ray. It's not James Earl Ray. No, that's a real guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, hint. James Earl Ray killed Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Hint is, and this is, again, I was kind of hesitant to give hints because sometimes they're very easy. Chucky. He's more commonly known as. Chucky? Chucky. Child's Play. Child's Play is correct for one point. I, th- I thought that it was just called Chucky for a second. I was like... Yeah, like Seinfeld. Seinfeld. 
Character's full name is Charles Lee Ray. Like Whitney. Yeah. It's like that Whitney. was the character I referred to as being previously human before the podcast. Uh, All of them were human except one who is previously okay. human. I'm never really scared with, like, Chucky and... It's the same thing with, like, Gremlins. Because I feel like I could just, like, punt them. And no, just be out of... Depends how many there are, I'll go with number 11. Annie Wilkes. Hint. Oh, this sounds super familiar. Hobbled. Oh, um... Misery. Misery is correct for one point. Yeah, that's right. Key number three. Angus Scrim. Oi. Ugh, that's rough. Give me a hint. Tall man. Oh, uh, he's from... Phantasm? Phantasm is correct. Yeah. Although technically that, should have... that guy's actually not human either. I'll go with uh, number 18. Reverend Harry Powell. Mm. Reverend mm. Harry Powell. Hint. Love slash hate. Can I steal? No. No. You can never steal except for that one game where you could steal. Yeah, but I wasn't even playing it. Yeah. I was hosting it. It sounds so familiar. I give up. Night of the Hunter. Night of the Hunter is correct. Damn it. Played by uh, Robert Robert Mitchum. Mitchum. Correct. Fuck. Pat? I'll go with lucky number seven. Roman Sionis. Roman. You gotta tell me the one that he knows and I don't. It's not this one. Roman. Alright, hint. Black Mask. Black Mask? Yeah. That's his AKA. Scream? No, it is mm, Batman. Batman. You wrote, I know you know him because you wrote an entry on the villains list about him, I think. Or he was on the villains list. Oh, uh, I probably just read like the backstory. We need to get back to work on the villains list. I'll go with number 20. There's so many villains on that list. 20. Walter Kovacs. Oh. Oh. Fuck, I know this. Hint. Rorschach. Oh, uh, Watchmen. Yeah. Let's take a quick score break. Pat has four. I have two. Okay. Pat, in the Lucky number 10. quick score break. Lucky number 10. All right. Uh, this is a name that is commonly applied to a lot of people, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. John Doe. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Sociopathic sort of killer character named John Doe, or commonly referred to as John Doe. Okay, um, hint? Sins, or Sinner. Oh, yeah, the guy from Seven. Seven is correct. All right, I'll go with number five. Billy Loomis slash Stu Mocker. Is it Scream? It is Scream. Nice. The hint, was, the hint was ghost face. Yeah. Lucky number 12. Gabriel Gray. Gabe Gray. Hint. Siler. Heroes. Yep. Siler from Heroes. I don't want to give anyone a point for referencing Heroes past season one. That guy came well, out of the closet. He was in season one yeah. recently. Zachary Quinto. I was going to write a trivia game, and I still might, on famous Zachary's, so that mm. might spoiler alert. 21. Oh, you might get this in two points. Jack Torrance. Oh, this is so easy. Jack Torrance. Hint. Overlook. 
Oh, uh, Shining. The Shining is correct for one point. 16. Frank Booth. Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet is correct. Damn Damn it. Clue is Candy Colored Clown. Oh, God, that's so great. Candy Colored Clown. Number six. Jame Gum. Jame Gum. Jame Gum. I know Mm. this. And Buffalo Bill. Oh, fuck me. Sounds of the Lambs. One point. Could I get a number eight there, Dr. Lecter? I just wanted to talk in a second. That's your best Jodie Foster? Angela Baker. This is maybe the toughest one in the game, I'm not going to lie. Angela Baker. Hint. Also known as Peter Baker. Oh, uh... Oh, what's that? Sleepaway Camp? Sleepaway Camp for one point. Correct. I, I was hoping you wouldn't fucking get that I shit. I just remember at the end where she's standing there with a the knife. Ah! Yes. Yeah. I'll go with number Great. nine. Girl's pretty hot when she's not a dude. Uh, and killing. This is actually the one I feel the least comfortable with being in the, like, full-on crazy murder sociopath group, but uh, he, I think he counts. Herbert West. And? Created by H.P. Lovecraft. The Cthulhu series? I don't fucking know. Reanimator. Oh, never seen it. Couldn't say Reanimator for the hint, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he was he's, the Reanimator. He's the Reanimator. Reanimator? <laughs> Correct. I'll go with 17. Tuco Salamanca. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is correct. Motherfucker. Ryson was the clue. Yes. Alright, 14. Cletus Cassidy. Hint. Oh, I know this one. Carnage. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Spider-Man. Thought Norman Osborn was too easy. Yeah. Man, I wish they uh, they could make a a Spider-Man movie with Carnage in it. That was rated R. That? Awesome. You gotta... Uh, 19. Okay, 19. Ooh. Anton Chigar. Hey. Damn it. Is this the one that I no. he would get and I wouldn't? No. Have I gotten it yet? Have I asked that one? No, it hasn't come up yet. Oh, uh, hint. Then. Friendo. Friendo? God damn it, why did I not get this one? Friendo. I need the two points. Yeah, I give up. No, no country, country for, for old men. men. Still haven't seen it. Oh, uh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. I've been meaning to for... I'll go with uh, 15. Max Katie. Hint. Sounds familiar. Houseboat. Sounds really familiar. Cape Fear? Correct, actually, yeah. Cape Fear for one point. I was just going to say that or Donkey Punch the movie. Ever heard of a Donkey Punch? Tell us, please. 22. Chris Partlow. Was that the one? Yeah. Well, hint. Regular dead. Regular dead? Yeah, I don't know. Or zombie master if you want. The wire. It's the wire. There's no zombies in the wire. No, there aren't. It takes a turn, season three. Mm, Yeah, yeah. The Walking Dead is actually a spinoff. A spinoff, yeah. (laughs) It's it's the wire, but in Georgia. Like, what's happening? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who's the boss? Okay. 24. How many we got left, by the way? We have... Three questions left. 
I'm ahead 11 to 7. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you had 24. Clarence Boddicker. Hmm. Clarence Boddicker. Hmm. Um, hint. Red. Hmm. Red from that 70s show. I have a thought. Maniac. No. Robocop. Oh, fuck! Robocop. I referenced Robocop, Robocop earlier, too. Yeah. You reference a lot of things. Pat? 23, Michael Jordan's number. Travis Bickle. <sighs> Taxi Motherfucker. Driver. Taxi driver for two. 25. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. And Gangster. Goodfellas? Yes. Yeah, I figured I knew it. For one point. Final score, Pat, 13. Ryan, 8. Pat, runaway victory for you on that one. That's nice. You guys guys want me to reveal the tiebreaker? Yes. Yeah, sure. First person to say it. uh, It's one name. Someone will say it faster than the other. Okay. Jim Moriarty. Oh, Sherlock. Sherlock. Oh, yeah, we have to say that. I was thinking, like, the alter ego, and I don't know, I was kind of in the mode. It was just James the, Moriarty. <laughs> Jim Moriarty. That's James Moriarty. <laughs> Correct. Tonight's trivia. I think Brian has two this season, or Pat has one? I have, yep. That was Once my first again, I'm underdog this season. I thought you had one. Do I? I don't think I do. Works. Anyways, yes, uh, let's quickly John look Paul, back <laughs> on the lessons we learned today. Okay. And wrap Let's this one up in reflect. A, a, what did we learn? Meaningful, tidy fashion. We learned that the '80s was a good time for horror movies. We learned that we watched two Christmas horror movies in a row. We did. Yeah. Sometimes Christmas can be terrifying. Thus, ruining October and December. Confusing time of year. The holidays. It's a lot of overlap. We learned, we learned that uh, Gremlins is a fun, tidy, good movie to it's watch. It's a fun, violent. It has a lot of good memories for some people, and for Brian Flynn, it has new memories of Asian stereotypes and creatures from faraway lands taking over American jobs and destroying American equipment. I believe I described the the gremlins earlier as if Ewoks were really, really angry drunks. Yeah. Yeah. It it has a lot of good memories for everyone unless you're Phoebe Cates. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Cates. Better memories for the actress Phoebe Cates, I imagine, than Fast Time at Ridgemont High, which means everyone in the known universe has seen her I've not seen her boobs, actually. Gotta get on that. As it were. Most famous nude scene, maybe, of all time. Yeah. What about Casablanca? Uh, oh, yeah, that was hot. <laughs> Citizen Kane. Harry yeah. and the Hendersons. He's little Tramp. The movie. Yeah. It's just a Yeti. little Tramp, modern. Little Tramp, I don't... Was that a movie? It was a character. Oh. Modern Lights. Well, Great <laughs> Dictator, am I right? Uh, I this is a Charlie Chaplin movie. So we learned that, and finally we talked about some Halloween memories, and then we did... We learned about sociopaths. Sociopathic trivia, which Pat knows a lot about, so more about sociopaths than Brian. You shut up! You shut your mouth! <laughs> I gotta give Pat some razor blade-filled candy later, so it's all <laughs> copacetic. Ooh, candy. Oh, is that a spoiler, uh, teaser for our next podcast? Possibly. Oh, we already know what we're doing for once. Uh. Stay tuned for the conclusion of Halloween-a-thon. Shock, spook, scare, terror, harrowing-tober. I like the spooktacular. Spooktacular. A little cliche. Yeah. yeah. 
How about the Terrorama? It's like a diorama of terror. We're going to mold More like play. the peed cast. Like peed your pants. So that was it. <laughs> Once In again, as always, uh, I have been uh, Zach, the wise Chinese merchant powers. I'm Pat, the Christmas tragedy, Mada. And I am Brian, the original Furby Flame. And we hope you have a scarifyingly fun All Hallows Eve. Ah, 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 ah. I hate us all. <laughs> Ha 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 